Okay. <clears throat> I think it's I think it's good. All right. Do you want me to start? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, welcome everyone to the second episode of the Frostwalkers podcast. I have here with me today a bunch of players. We're going to be going through the second episode of our first arc. Um, do you guys want to take this moment to introduce yourselves? Because we do have two new players today. You want to go first? Uh, no, uh, sure. Uh, I'm Livia. I'm going to be playing Sorry, uh, Wood Elf Monk. I don't really know what else I'm supposed to say here. <laughs> and I am Artie, and I'm playing Leona, who is an Azamar fighter. And oh. I'm, I'm, Shay I'm, I'm, I'm Shay, and I'm, I'm here from last time I play Rowan. Sorry <laughs> about my voice. I've been getting over a cold, so yeah, <laughs> it's not the best right now, but I'm going to try my hardest to sound okay. It's very smoky. It, it's <laughs> nice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sounds nice. Okay. It'd be Sounds good if I was playing a different character. <laughs> be good if you were playing like a bard or something. A <laughs> yeah. Bard. Alrighty. Well, uh, in the last session, oh, um, no. <clears throat> that was very yeah. robotic. You need to. <laughs> How about we just just uh, you know that this part can be edited out. It's like two seconds of nothing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, true. Okay, Shay, every time you say, oh, no, like that, it makes me sound like someone put a gun to your head. And if it's a brief audio thing like that, I get really concerned over kind of nothing. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just, I, I just need you to be, like, alerted so that... I just want to tell you when it does that so that you can, like, say whatever you said again so that it's in the audio. Okay, <laughs> just then tell me that and don't act like someone's just put a gun to your head. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll just, okay. I'll just... Sorry, I'm just every time you say that I'm like, oh god, what's on fire? It's Shay's okay. Saying, oh, Sorry, no, in the calmest way is concerning. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. I'll say something else. Yeah, just should I have uh, like a like a word that I say? <laughs> no, no, no. Just, just pineapple. Pineapple is the panic word. Okay, so the last time we played together, uh, you all were doing a favor for Kaylin that involved handling some kobolds outside of town. Okay, I, I heard everything that you said. It's just that your dog barked, like, right in the middle of you talking. So are you telling me to do it again, or are you telling me to... what? I mean, uh, I feel bad because the thing is, like, I don't want to be annoying. But it's, it's like, I also want the audio quality to be, like, okay. Because I you know, do, I know. You do realize if you do this, every time we bark, we're going to be here all night. Well, yeah, but I also, okay, never mind. I'm, I'm trying my best, okay? I know, I know. You live with a dog, and then you tell me if you can podcast. Well, the thing is, is that I do, like, I do live with a dog, but she's really quiet. All right, so... Basically, in the first session, you guys were dealing with some kobolds because of a missing supply cart. Caleb told you specifically it was not a paid job, but that you were just doing him a favor. Um, it's been a few weeks since then, so uh, what has Rowan been up to? Um, I think she's kind of just been, like, chilling out at home. Um, just kind of... Like, oh, that last adventure was fun, but it's over now, and 
just gonna get back to what I normally do. So you probably were just staying at home doing nothing, right? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, just tending to her plants and animals. Did she keep in touch with anyone else from from that day, or is she just like, nope, none of you are friends? No, I think she definitely kept in touch with them. I think she's like, they, they seem like nice people. And, you know, she's probably like, she's probably gone back to the tavern. That's somewhere she goes pretty often because Throgmorton's her friend. So I, I'm sure she's seen them since. Um, but it, it seems like today they're just not really around. Yeah, um, you're told that today Shira is out in the Old Town Ruins handling a concert. Uh, Andre has ditched town. Anyone who can guess, guess that she skipped town. That she, she never really was around much, so no one really knows where she went. Okay. Uh, and Talia, is, she is just done. She went on a three-week binger, and now she's just recovering. <laughs> so yeah, you're kind, of, you're kind of plum out of luck for finding friends today. Cool. Talia's drunk, Shira's singing... And Andre is gone. Yeah, Andre, like, no one knows where she is. Oh, no, I hope she's not dead. I mean, considering this is the second episode, she's probably not dead. So, you... It's in the state of just, I guess this is a do-nothing day, that you hear... On your door. Okay. Do you just go for it, or are you going to, like, give it a second? What's Rowan's MO about just knocks on the door? I I think for a second, she's like, hmm, hmm. This is something I need to think about for a second, because I don't know how many visitors she gets, because I, I'm sure that people, like, come to her and are like, hey, heal my, my, my cat, take care of my plants for me, or, like, something like that. So... Would Rowan have like business hours, like a little sign for like when when she's yeah. Ready? I think I think she she's she kind of has like a <laughs> I guess like a like a freelance type business of just like hey come in and I'll 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 heal your stuff, um or you can just like talk to me for an hour. That's nice too. <laughs> so I think she she assumes that oh it's just someone to like someone come to give me their dog to heal or something. So yeah, she goes and answers the door. Okay. Well, Rowan, to your surprise, you do not see a dog. You see a little blue pseudo-dragon. And uh-huh. and on, it is perched on the shoulders of a familiar face. Prince Calum has knocked on your door with his staff, his little pseudo-dragon on his right shoulder. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can do Rowan's voice. Um, hey, Calum. Oh, uh, hi. It's nice to see you again. Yeah, nice to see you too. Um, not to be rude, but what are you doing here? Oh, um, well, well, honestly, looking for you, I, uh, was trying to find everybody who helped me out with the kobold den, and it seems like no one's around. Well, I'm almost always around. (laughs) Well, if you have, if you're not busy, he kind of like takes a peek, not, not like a rude kind, but just like the, <laughs> the room to see if he's like interrupting, you know? 
Yeah, no, he's interrupting nothing. Rowan just kind of, like, Rowan's like me. She just kind of lives by herself in, like, a fantasy apartment with, like, lots of animals and is free pretty much all the time. Okay. So he's probably just like, if I'm not interrupting, um, would you mind coming with me? Uh, yeah, sure. As in, yeah, you mind? Or yeah, you can come? Uh, yeah, I can come with you. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Sorry, I'm just not... I mean, as long as this. I'm not gonna, like, get into danger or whatever, I, I, don't, I don't mind coming with you. I mean, danger's such a... Such a long-winded and open word, you know? Like, you never know what life can bring. This this cart ride could end with a cart on fire. That's, that's just the that reality. That is really not... That doesn't make me feel better, Caleb. I mean, I'm just saying, like, don't go out expecting anything. You know what? It's fine. Just get in the cart. <laughs> okay. And as he kind of leads you to what I'm assuming is pretty probably a pretty nice cart. You see inside two other people. Uh, seemingly to... Well, actually, you can tell one of them is Elvin by the ears. The other seems visibly human. Uh, Caleb just goes, these are uh, who I could uh, manage. Um, it's going to be a bit of a car dri- <laughs> cart drive, so uh, feel free to introduce yourselves. Um, we're just going to go get some lunch at, at the castle and then we'll talk business. Ooh, lunch at the castle sounds nice. I mean, I've already eaten like two meals, but it's, it's, it's fine. I'm a happy. Okay. Well, that's works for me. <laughs> so as that happens, uh, the two people in the cart, uh, can just sort of see Rowan just take the middle seat. Uh, Leona, Sarai. Uh, sorry, my bad. Do you want to introduce yourself? Leona just sort of looks at Rowan and goes, did, did he say there was going to be no danger? Really? I, I got out of bed for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just looks visibly frustrated. <laughs> Rowan's not quite sure how to respond to that. I had a whole day of sleeping planned. And then he said there might be something exciting or danger or something. And then this. Who are you? Uh, hi. Um, my name's Rowan. Okay. And why are we here? I, well, Caleb said we were gonna go get lunch, and I, I don't. I mean, lunch at the castle sounds pretty exciting, but um, you know. What? Okay. Sorry, I, di- I didn't ask what your name was. What's your name? Leona. And oh. for your lunch, I'll take it. What about you? Uh. Well, uh, I actually, my, my name actually is Sorry. Well, Sorry. My name is Sorry. Uh, so you said I'm Sorry and Sorry, I'm awkward. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, everyone's a little bit awkward sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you're obviously a little bit awkward because, oh, sorry, when I'm awkward, I make weird and rude jokes. Uh, apologies. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up now. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you too. Um, Rowan's just like, oh, this is going to be a very long wagon ride. <laughs> a long wagon ride we don't need to know the details of. Yay, montage. <laughs> do, do, do. Just a very an awkward montage of all yeah. of us. 
staring straight ahead, trying to not make eye contact, uh, eye contact <laughs> at all. Happy road trip music in the background too. <laughs> like, like this would be a very fun road trip moment if you weren't all just staring dead eyed. <laughs> yeah, if we weren't all just like the three most awkward people to possibly be together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Around this point that Calum steps you out. You you cut out. Mm-hmm. It's around that point that Calum just like stops the wagon. You guys get to take a stretch, and you're in front of the gates of the castle. But wait, oh yeah, I haven't been here before. <laughs> you can cut that part out. Um, Rowan is kind of taken aback. Is this is this castle pretty? Like, what does this castle look like? I it's a little old. Um, probably like. People would find it very, like, archaic. I think it's pretty in its own way, but it definitely looks like it's not, like, brand new. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like maybe it's been rebuilt a couple of times? Yeah. Maybe a dragon crashed into a few. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> um, like, the big structure is, seems unchanged. Okay. I think, I think, I think Rowan's... She's seen this castle from a distance, you know, but seeing it up close, she's kind of just like, oh, wow, like, I'm, I'm going inside of here. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so Caleb just sort of walks you all in. Uh, probably Rowan. Actually, who does sort of take charge and, like, first out of the cart? Leona, she just woke up and is like, let's do this. Free food. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I would assume Leona. Mm-hmm. Me too. Okay, so Leona's leading this pack, and Rowan and Sari are kind of trudging behind. She has no idea where she's going, but she looks very confident. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay, because there's a little blue pseudo-dragon flying above you, just guiding your way. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Of him. just goes, that's Ernest. He's my, he's my pet. Just, just follow him. He knows where to go. I followed a dragon, but got it. <laughs> It's at that moment that the little pseudo dragon looks over to Leona and sticks its tongue out. Does what? Sticks its you what? It, you cut out. tongue out at you. She sticks her tongue right back at it. <laughs> it kind Your of dragon's gives, very cute. It gives you a lopsided grin like, yes, I found a fun one. <laughs> oh, it's toothless. And Aww. it just grins at you and it just darts to the right. Uh, challenge are, are accepted. We- she runs Caleb after goes, it. Caleb just goes, wait, no, it's... <sighs> this is why I don't trust Ernest with anything. Mm. It's okay, He's he'll grow. He'll get older and, and more mature with time. Leona, this little blue dragon is just leading you through, like, library rooms and meeting halls and just everything but the dining room. And you get the sense this dragon is just sort of fucking with you. Well, she's getting a speed tour of the castle, and she thinks the dragon is actually pretty cute. So it's it's fine. This is good. This is okay. good cardio before a meal. Fair <laughs> enough. The dragon's it's taking you the long way around. Uh, Calum just leads Sari and Rowan the the other way, but he's just like it's sort of a circular like infrastructure. They'll they'll end up there. Ernest is just taking her the absolute wrong way. <laughs> Which I mean, that that kind of tracks. If if you know my pseudo dragon the way I know my pseudo dragon, I've dealt with a lot of pets. I know how they can be. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Actually, you're 
you dealing with pets is almost entirely why I brought you here. Cool. Food first. And to everyone's surprise, Leona and Ernest have beat Sari and Rowan to the table because of just how, how fast they were running. You... Okay. Caleb just goes, don't, don't question it. Don't question it. Just, it's, All right. it's just one of those things. Is this castle magic? Nice library. Is this castle magic? Is there no. like teleportation magic in this castle? I don't think so. I think so. I hope not. But there could be. <laughs> if there is, though, I'm in deep trouble. Because I didn't put anything of that sort here. Though an alien could be trying to focus on optimization again. Last time that happened, we had a, an incident with the Phoenix Fire Heater. Uh, uh, what? An incident with the Phoenix Fire what? Heater. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, oh dear. It, it's fine. There's just a couple walls that used to be blue that are now black, and it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it looks okay. It's just a different aesthetic. Yeah, it was time for a repaint. <laughs> and if the paint came from Phoenix Ashes, then hey. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? I guess so. I mean, it's unique. Calum uh, just sort of sits down with you, and sure enough, uh, Huh. Actually, yeah, this seems right. A little pink-colored tiefling shows up <gasps> and hands each of you a plate on a little cart. She has a little push cart. And she actually, what does she say, Livy? Oh, um, hello, it's uh, me. It's nice to see you all. I see, Caleb, you've brought guests. Yeah, we're here to talk about the, uh, <clears throat> the, the thing. The what? The, the what? The, the thing. Yes, but Caleb, you said you were going to get your friends. I don't know these people. I have interests outside of you, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, stares at you for a minute and goes, No, you don't. <laughs> Rowan's just kind of like... Just sitting there, like, with her hands on her mouth, like, trying not to laugh. Just like, oh, shit. Caleb just sighs. He's like, it's the best I could scrounge up in short notice, okay? Hey, rude. I mean, I said best, as in no peer. Like, I thought that was actually rather nice. I could have yeah. went to the captain yeah. of the guard. Okay. Yes, calm Rose? Calm down. Sorry, I haven't eaten. Yes, I can tell. You want ice cream? That would be great. It's like you have to eat your vegetables first. We're going for a balanced brunch. You have to eat your bre- your vegetables. <laughs> I don't think mint in the vegetables. And uh, let's just say that Rose hands everyone the food, goes back to prepare ice cream, and you guys are eating. I don't uh, really know what you are eating, to be honest, but. I'm sure whatever it was, if it was made by the castle, like, chefs, it was probably very good. Yeah, I would assume it's it's very, very nice food. Like, fancy. Yeah, fancy. But I'd also say it's not, like, the fancy food, as in there's, like, a leaf and maybe, like, something you might <laughs> call meat, and that's it. Oh, just, oh, just, like, tiny portions? No, it's, like, 
It, okay. it's, I, get it's, what, I get what you mean. It's fancy food, but it looks like it was served by like a genuine mother. You know what I mean? Like genuinely Aww. giving you a decent amount of food. Oh, that's nice. We're all looking forward to the deconstructed chicken noodle soup. And yet. <laughs> yes. Heated by, heated by liquid phoenix ashes. Oh, jeez. Cool. Uh, no. So, um, yeah, dinner, lunch was nice. Uh, Caleb got ice cream, which was probably great for him. He seems a bit cheerier now. But Caleb would say, all right, so if, if we're good, I, we could st- sit, still sit here. That's fine. I just, I do need to talk about why I brought you here, besides just having a, a nice lunch. All right. Okay. Um, there's no easy way around this. That illness that I've been mentioning in passing, it, it's, it hasn't broken for anyone, and it's been weeks. Mm. By now, at least we'd be starting to see the first signs of like people starting to feel better, but nothing. Mm. And the reason I brought you all here was to start just kind of thinking out what it might be, especially considering Rowan, uh, you might find this, it's seeming to have an accelerated effect on animals. Whatever it's doing to to humanoids, the effects are happening much faster to, to animal species. Like the dog behind you? Yeah. We actually brought one here for, for some uh, quick research, nothing too probing, just, you know, observations okay um but what's most concerning is what's happening to the wolf population you just kind of see like rowan's face get like a little bit pale and she's like oh oh okay now we have a few packs who live outside the city mostly just you know feeding off of whatever prey wildlife they can find Mm -hmm. they've been very good with not affecting the city mostly because of the old town ruins um you know getting near there is a is bad news so what we found most interesting was we found a couple just strays so we had some people look into it and within weeks we are talking we're talking like a week this like two regular wolves turned into winter wolves oh that's that's, that's very weird. Especially because they are not like a transformational thing. It's just a different like genus of wolf entirely. This isn't like hmm. this isn't like uh like with some cases like a dragon's wormling becoming a full grown dragon. This is this is a dragon becoming a dragon turtle. This is not normal. Hmm. Okay. So um, yeah. I think I mentioned that Rowan had like a little journal. So I think she takes that out and like writes some of the stuff down of like, like the just the wolves turning into winter wolves is like a little note. We also the only other uh, thing of note is that activity in the ruins has been increasing, and most of it is undead, which isn't right. Yes, the old town ruins are famous for having a lot of undead, but mostly they're kept in check because of a peace accord that I struck up with their leader. So for them to be acting as odd as they are, I'm not saying it violates the accords, but I am saying it's getting... I guess what I'm asking is if you guys are willing to take a a day trip out there. Oh, I've got nothing on my schedule. I could go. 
is this a favor type deal or a you pay us per diem type deal? I'll, I will see to it that you are properly compensated. All I need from you is Rowan, if you can check on the, on the winter wolves, they they shouldn't be hostile. They have been under careful watch by some of some of our best, so they have not shown any signs of hostility. All I need you to do is to just give them a quick checkup, just to see if maybe there's it, you know just whatever's going on. If you can tell if it's magical or innate, you know. I, um, I, Caleb, I, I would love to help you, but I. I don't like wolves. I I don't know. I just I'm sorry, but right now I'm pressed for luck. I the best people I have are out there already. They've shown no signs of issue here. I just look the other reason I need you, and I think if you if you really can't stomach handling two wolves, what's more important to me is you go speak with Lothor. With who? He, he's a wraith. He's the leader of the undead in the old town ruins. He was he was captain of the guard under the first ruler. His spirits never stopped his duties. He's been almost eternally watching over the city. He also manages the day-to-day of the undead. Uh, it's because Lothor has been such a guiding presence that I was able to work out a peace accord with skeletons which is bizarre but if something is going on in his area then it's worth asking him what's going on i don't think he's going to be against you as a matter of fact i sent one of my couriers into the ruins to arrange a council with him and i told him i'd be sending the three of you he's fully prepared for you um the undead should be completely cleared out of your path. Uh, you should face no issue entering the city. Hmm. Wolves are undead. Well, oh, it's the, not an easy choice, but uh, you do realize do that. Them, right? Well, preferably both, but Lothar is the immediate need. If we can get oh. any word into him about what's going on, he can at least be a valuable resource. I don't think you'll encounter any combat on the way there. All the undead serve him without without question. Okay, I um, yeah, I think I think I'd be okay talking to him just as as long as some as long as some people went with me. Well, that's that's sort of why they're here. And he gestures to Sari and Leona. Are you scared of wolves? Uh, let's 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 just say I, I don't have the best history with wolves. Did you have a traumatic incident when you were a child involving a wolf and a tree? You don't. Can can we not? Please, thank you. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. We can keep them uh, off. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can, can we can we just go talk to the graveyard guy? I suppose. Yeah. Um. You do not have a lot of time. Wolfor is a punctual man. And I told him you'd be there in a few hours, which you should be, um, considering he has cleared the path for you. He, but just, 
do yourselves a favor and don't be like okay let's 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 go then thank you very much Calum, for the for the nice meal um it was nice to meet you rose uh you're you're uh, Ernest. Ernest is very sweet um okay let's go what she said also uh we may have knocked over something in your library it was definitely the dragon not me Mm-hmm. I will. I will. I will make sure Ernest knows not to knock things down. <laughs> and, she gives the thumbs up and just walks away. All right. So I'll say that the lot of you have headed to the cart again. There's two guards just stationed at it. You're brought in. Uh, unlike before, where Calum was with the driver's seat, you notice that they're doesn't look like there is a driver. It's a ghost. <laughs> well, it's that's just rude. Is there, is, is there somebody there? You see a white-faced man with hair that's going up a bit, but he's tr- currently trying to mat it down with a bowler hat. He is an Aetheril. Oh. Oh, okay. He looks over to you and goes... <clears throat> Saying that I'm a ghost is just just a little inoffensive, don't you? It's just a little offensive, don't you think? I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. No, 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 no. That's my name. I'm sorry. Uh, I also oh, apologize oh. for calling okay. you that. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> my name is Peter. It, you can call me Pete. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, sir. I'm I'm, I'm just your courtier. I'm just your courtier. I'm here to take you into the ruins. I have the approval of Mr. Lothor, and um, once things are underway, we should have a very smooth ride. That doesn't sound ominous. Well, I mean, it's not like I can change my voice all too much. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) I'm an Aetheral. Everything I say sounds kind of (laughs) ominous. But it's okay. Once we get into the old town ruins, just keep your hands and feet in the cart. Lothor has arranged for everything to be handled very smoothly. You should have no issues. Any specter, skeleton, ghost, or otherwise that tries to get near the cart will be... It's it's, it's doing some drunk maybacks. Just repeat the last thing you said. Any skeleton, shadow, wraith bone dragon or anything of the sort that tries to get near the cart will be dealt with with extreme resolve. That sounds fun. That does not sound fun, but okay. Therefore, we'll see too that you are given a very peaceful and courteous time. He is a man. He is a man of his word. Okay, cool. Not enough (laughs) Now enough talk. We can't delay. Keeping him waiting is not good. And the <laughs> cart takes just off. Like, oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Just, I was just gonna say that the cart takes off, and you have a little, you have a little downtime minute. If you guys want to prep some spell, whatever you want, uh, take take a minute. Just uh, get you know, steal yourselves for whatever may arrive in the ruins. Um, is this ride? At all like being on the haunted mansion. Once you enter, 
is that ruins, I'd say a little bit. You'd see like some skeleton. <laughs> like, here's the thing about the old town ruins. Unl- if you have the all clear from Lothor, the undead are not going to give you a passing glance. To them, you're just passersby. They only start going into attack mode when you do not have his blessing. Mm, okay. So what you see is less ghosts staring at you ready for a fight and more ghosts who take a look at you and then just return to their business. Okay, so it is just like the haunted mansion, basically. <laughs> yeah, they're around, but they're not doing anything to harm you. you Are they singing can... and dancing? <laughs> um, no. That would be weird. <laughs> I would genuinely think that the... Uh... Like, you might see a skeleton look over, so maybe do like a, a little passing wave and then just Keep walking. Oh, how nice! Hi, Mister Skeleton. <laughs> Rowan's like sweating, but she just kind of waves back. There's it, like it, it's it almost seems deceptively nice, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you get the sense that that's not because of like a trap or anything, and more so because like it's the sense of you know when you go to your friend's house and like you can tell that the mother has had a conversation with the family about being on their best behavior. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah. It's it's like that. Like it's it's too nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like the the skeletons might even just like there might be a few of them who just do like a communal wave at the same time just to be like, <laughs> yes, Mister Wraith in charge of us. We're not going to hurt them. See, we're waving. See. Yeah, Rowan's just like <laughs> sweating so much, but she just kind of smiles awkwardly and waves back. Pete just kind of turns to you and goes, they're not always like this. Lothor just scares them. Oh, yay. Like, Rowan's saying this to herself, but she's just like, oh, yay. Really happy this is the guy that we're going to go talk to. Well, he owes the town a life debt. His- well, she could, could he hear her say that? She said it very quietly to herself. I think maybe if she is, if, if he didn't, he's just musing to himself. Like, just kind oh, of okay. rim. Like, you know the way a tour guide doesn't even give a shit what you're yeah, saying, yeah, but he yeah, just yeah. has stuff he has to say? Like, that's what's going mm-hmm. on. He okay. owes the town a life debt, you know? He was the first captain of the guard for the first lord. He he feels that he helped build this place. Hmm. So in a way, this is his city as much as it is your highnesses. And on that cheery thought, the cart stops... Pete like motions you out. There's a, I want. It is calling it a castle is like calling a cabin in the woods a mansion. It's, it is the remnants of what was probably a military outpost. Hmm. Very okay. very decrepit, but you get the sense that it looks like someone tried to make it look nice. Nice place you got here. It's what they have. Someone just like put like some flower, like took some flowers off a grave, put them in a little vase. And he just goes, "There's it's got ones. character." Yeah, oh, that's a good word. I'm not allowed to see Lothor yet. Well, you have been given the blessing, and I have not. I would be an intruder in his space. You are here on time. There's only one room. Once you enter, you will begin your conference. Here are some general rules for your conference. Do not engage Lothor in combat. 
Do not challenge Lothor to combat. Do not challenge the peace accords. Are we understood? Yes. Yep. And in the event that Lothor brings an entourage of any kind for his own personal safety, treat the other undead the way you would treat himself. Got it. With utmost respect. I believe in you. What if they don't treat us with utmost respect? If they are in the presence of Lothor, they will. No, that's not alarming or anything. Sure. You will have a very peaceful time if you just abide by those simple guidelines. I feel like we're gonna die. <laughs> like, this is just in, in, like, Rowan's head, just like, oh, we're dead. He's gonna kill us. Also, if you see the room get darker, get colder, or any other events that are usually linked to the paranormal, do not be alarmed. You're about to have a conference with a wraith. What did you expect? Cool. All right. I do, I do believe that is all I have to say. Good luck. And he casts Gaseous Form on himself and disappears. Bye, Pete. Okay, bye, I guess. <laughs> that was a thing that happened. So, there's just a, an open door into this little outpost. What do you do? Go in, I guess? It does seem just a little suspicious. Just a little bit. Just Oh yeah, no, not 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 at all. Not in not in the slightest. I'm gonna make Leona go first. Works for yeah. me. We just like push her in front of us, just like go 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 go. She just you strolls walk, in. As you walk in, it is pitch. What? Say that again. It's what? It's pitch black for a moment, but then almost instantly, a candle in the corner of the room lights up, and then another. And then another. And you just see the entire room is covered from wall to wall in torches that are being lit as you arrive from one end to the other, making a box shape, almost as if someone is walking around lighting them. But you can't see anyone doing that. <gasps> it's a spirit. It's a ghost. The doorway blackens, and even though it doesn't close, you lose sight of the world outside. <laughs> and in the center a black spirit coated in darkness seemingly with a crown on its head with yellow beating eyes looks at you let me send a picture in the chat as he looks over to you it kind of takes a pause and says you're late Oh no! I'm I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, that's my name. Uh, I apologize for being late. I'm scared. Everyone's just hiding behind sorry. both of them. You have no reason to fear. I do not have much to do these days. <laughs> You're really spooky looking. Well, there's not much I can do about that, is there? <laughs> you could put on a party hat. Or a clown. <laughs> a clown. 
Would that would that make the conference more comfortable for you? I don't know. Maybe. I will do what you ask. And his <laughs> crown takes the shape of a party hat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this makes things easier for you. This is a little concerning, but okay. Okay, my laughing is not in character. I am just trying to find the best way to make you comfortable. You see, you are a descendant of one of my people. You all are. And for that, I am nothing but in your service. Nice to meet you, nothing but in your service. I'm sorry. I am going to act like I didn't hear that. <laughs> you can't so, hit her, but I can for you, if, if that would make you comfortable. <laughs> I, no. I am quite alright. No, 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 no. So awkward in social no sense. hitting. Um, Don't do a hit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Um, uh, are, are you, are you, are you Lothar? That is correct. Okay. Um. I take it you are Prince Caleb's courtiers. Uh, yes. I. To be completely honest, I I kind of got scared and and forgot why we were here for a second. But um, Caleb sent us here to ask you something. Um, there are some animals uh, being yes. weird. Yes. People are getting sick. Yes, I've seen it all. I've borne witness to many things in my time. Of all the things I've borne witness to, this is, without a doubt, one of the strangest. Do, do you know anything about it? Like, or is it just, you're just, like, watching and are like, hmm, that's weird. I have had thousands of years to gather knowledge, child. Do not doubt what I am capable of. Oh no 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 no! I I wasn't I wasn't doubting. I just um I just do do. You, is there anything you might suspect about what's As he's going talking, on? I want you to know he's like instead of just looking to you the way one might would just when you're talking, his whole being floats to whoever is talking to. So. In the moment, Rowan, he was almost eye to eye with you, and now he sort of just continues to tread along the the length of this road. Okay. Uh, he then says, "I believe I have my suspicions." Any ideas from me, however, must be taken with a grain of salt. I am a bit of a skeptic. Okay. And I'm quick to assume the worst. For you see, I've had to see many tragedies befall my great place, my great nation, and I would do anything to keep such a tragedy from happening again. So, if my suspicions seem to border on conspiracy, know that it comes from a good place. Noted. 
what you are dealing with is not the effects of the natural world. It is not the effect of the supernatural either. This be whatever this is from must be from another plane. And you see it seemingly go to the back of the room, where decrepit bookshelves seem to be, where once there may have been military tomes, but now is just cobweb. But as he reaches, a spectral book seems to greet his arm, and he pulls it out, flips through some pages, and muses to himself a little bit. Oh, that's a really cool visual. I believe I have the information your prince seeks. What he chooses to do with it is up to him. Tell your majesty, I believe this curse is what I have just called it. This is not a natural disease. You should know this, young druid. Okay. (laughs) Rowan, make an insight check. Okay, cool. Um, so what what do I roll something for insight? Just the d twenty and add your insight bonus. It's on your sheet. Okay, yeah, I have it pulled up. I was just making sure. That is a thirteen plus three, so sixteen. Yeah. The moment he says it like that, something in you just kind of clicks. You start kind of thinking about everything that you've seen of it, the effect it has on animals, on humanoids, the fact what you saw with the kobolds even. Nothing about it seems like a normal disease. And the moment he brings up the possibility of it being a curse, it almost seems like you get the sense that like you kind of knew that, but just didn't want to say anything. Mm, okay. I mean, the only thing that did seem, like, normal, right, is... I remember in the last episode, it seemed like Calum was kind of under the weather, and he tried to, like, cast a, a fireball, but it ended up doing, like, a snow thing. So yeah. I think she's, like... She's, like, okay, well, that... I would have thought that that was just, like, a cold, you know, with, like, the coughing and sneezing, but, like, the snow thing is a little weird, so I think she's a bit concerned about him now now you must answer the question for i can only see past the purview of this place effects of the outside world are lost on me you however can visit outside whenever you'd like so in order for me to get the most accurate information i need you to answer me some very simple questions Okay. Have you encountered anything outside the city gates that have been affected by this curse? Did, when we delivered the thing, right? Wait, I forget. What was, what was the reason that we went on that trip? You were collecting a cart full of supplies that never made it to the city. Oh, we never actually got the cart there? No, you did. Like, oh. when, you, when you took it back... But, like, you were going because the supply run hadn't made it. Ah, okay, makes sense. So were we, were we outside the town when we saw the kobolds? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him that, that we saw, we saw some kobolds that um, seemed to be affected. They, well, we called them snowbolds, 
because <laughs> they're well, they're all their fire magic seem to be replaced with ice. Yes, well, that is of concern. Kobolds are not natural casters. Their powers do not stem from themselves. They are rather frail creatures. If this magic was inert, then I would have the guess that this curse was affecting them from the inside. However, if it is kobold magicians, they would have to be being granted faulty powers. You see why this can be alarming. Yeah. Have you noticed anyone else incapable of spell casting? Well, I mean, I know that the the prince is a wizard. Correct. So he he is he is capable of casting spells, but they're you know They are he, not from him. They are from the wheel. They're from the what? Everyone can make an intelligence check to see if you know what he's talking about. Oh, goody. <laughs> 18. But, Leona, uh, you've, you've aced uh, Faerun history. Cool. I got a 21. Is it history or intelligence? I, I said intelligence, but if you want to make it history, if that's easier for you, then yeah, whichever is easier. Well, I have plus three history and only plus one intelligence. Uh, then then oh, do that. Yeah, then do that. All right. Uh, then that's an eight. Okay, so sorry, you are like, what is he talking about? This is bad. Oh. Sorry, uh, read a lot of books. <laughs> uh, you're probably too scared to have something comprehend right now. Mm -hmm. uh, Rowan and Leona, however, do know that in the world of Faerun, magic in the wizarding sense, and in most senses, comes from what some scholars have called the weave of magic. A Some believe... Some describe it as if the entire world is covered by a sort of net or weave of interconnected magic that spellcasters can pull from to cast their spells. Oh, that's this, really cool, and I did not know that. This is how this is how magic dead zones happen, because something or someone rips the weave out from that area. Mm. Lothor then kind of says, if magic of wizardry is failing. That means that this illness is affecting the world itself. Oh, that's not good. Which may be why it's affecting the natural wildlife. Rowan's just kind of like vigorously like writing all of this stuff down. The weave impacts many things. And he, and before Lothar Before what? Before what? Be Sorry, but push to talk has been stupid. Uh, before Lothor can continue, something just starts banging on the walls of this room. Does it sound like chains? <laughs> no. It sounds like someone furiously hitting a wall, thinking that that would be <laughs> something. Hmm. Lothor turns to you. Did you bring uninvited guests? No. No, I don't think so. I mean, unless Peter followed us. No. He then... The yellow eyes in Lothor's body just seem to go out like candles. Oh, oh no. And before his black form can fall to the floor, they reignite. We have visitors. 
Oh, yay. <laughs> Outside, you hear the gibbering cackles of goblins. Oh. Um. Lothor turns to you. There is a small force of goblins outside. How they made it through my defenses is lost on me. There is powerful magic at work. I must retreat. I will prepare the Old Town Ruins defense system to aid you. Farewell. Wait, aid us? It it just made some robot noises be. Mm Mm-hmm. And Lothor... Fades into the bookcase. Wait, wait, wait. You want <clears throat> Wolfor to fight fades into the bookcase, things? promising aid in the form of the Old Town Ruins defenses. <laughs> they are goblins. I mean, technically, I am a child. A child could kill them. Wait, how? Wait, how? Well, that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like Lothar now. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, how old is Sari supposed to be? She is young for an elf. She's like 60, 70. Oh, wow. That's even younger than Caleb. So she's like 14? She's a kid. Okay. Oh, baby. Okay. You, <laughs> Shoot. Uh, now Leona. I need to worry about protecting her. Leona, She's you... still like 60, 70. Leona, I think you might enjoy this. Uh, you hear the goblins outside go... Did, any, did you hear anything in there? I don't know. But the mistress told us to deal with whatever was inside and steal whatever we can. Do any of them sound near, like, like they're close to the doorway? It sounds like they're in the doorway debating moving further. Perfect. If they're right behind a door, she's going to run up and kick it into them. Make <laughs> a strength check. Just, just a d20 and add your strength to see if you can bust down that door real good. That is a modified 20. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Here's the scene. The door's so good. The three goblins are standing outside, swords and crossbows at the ready. And one of them goes, Did you hear something? Oh, don't be stupid. This place is getting to your. <laughs> <laughs> and the three of them are sent flying backward. And you just hear from the bookcase a voice go, I knew Caleb would bring the right people. Aw, how nice and supportive. (laughs) (laughs) You see three goblins and a different sort of figure. You know that goblins are part... Well, actually, I don't know if you know this. Um, Leona, since you're the one right there... Just make me an intelligence check to see if you can figure out what it is that's parading these goblins. 17. You would know that this, red, that this red-bodied creature with goblin-like ears, a weird-shaped nose, and a sword in hand is a hobgoblin. And that they're usually known as the intelligence and commanders of goblin forces. So... Seeing a hobgoblin leading a troop of goblins like this is far from unusual. She looks delighted and pulls out both swords and turns to look at Sari and Rowan for a second. Try not to die, please. And then looks at Lothor and says, again? Lothor looks to you and just goes, I make no promises. 
<laughs> she laughs and turns back towards the goblins and looks directly at the hobgoblin and smiles. He looks over to you and just, uh, without even words, looks to the goblins behind him. There are, like I said, about three. And makes a hand gesture. And with that, two more goblins show up. Right. Well, dog-like creatures with jagged teeth, gray mane, and they're rather short. Uh, I'll send a they're photo. Not, because... They're not wolves, are they? They it's are not. Warg. Okay. That is indeed. There are two warg riders, three regular goblins, and the hobgoblin. You have a small oh, whoa. Those goblin attack party. That's There's a small scary. goblin attack party. And Lothor then says, Do not fear, friends. I can do much from where I am. Ooh, I want to see him do some cool wraith stuff. Um, Leona looks at the hobgoblin and is just like, Coward, send in your friends to fight your battles. She just looks unimpressed at this thing. The hobgoblin says, Why else would you have them? All right, I'll give you that. And then she just runs at him. All righty, roll initiative, everybody. Yay. Oh, no, that's a three. I mean, that kind of tracks. 11. 18. Okay. Let me do well now. Let me roll for my, uh, my little gobbo posse. And then we'll have ourselves a little combat party. Yay, combat party. Yeah. Okay, oh my so god, wait. Does, 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 does Lothor still have the hat on? Um, why the heck not? Okay, yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, he does. You actually hear him go, I quite like this. <laughs> See, it makes happiness and not murder. <laughs> All right, now I just have to roll for Lothor. All right, Oof. and can you give me your numbers one last time? I'm very sorry. sorry. That, there was a lot of robot noise. Uh, Rowan. Um, my number was three, and the initiative order was bad. Rowan, can can you can you give me your number? Uh, that's an eighteen. Awesome. Uh, sorry. Eleven. Okay, and Leona. Awesome. Okay. Uh, uh commander how far away is dominating the nearest 18. goblin? Sorry, you're up. Uh, the ones that got swung back by the door managed to be about five feet pushed, so they've taken some damage from the door that I've already calculated. Um, and they're just like right where the door used to be, but with bumps on their heads and not looking great. All right. Uh, sorry, then is going to draw her short sword and try to stab. Okay, again. roll to hit. Nope. They're goblins. I highly doubt that it's that nope might be what you think it is. Not one. It's a nope. Oh, geez. Okay, yeah, no. Sorry. You uh you swing it and you swing <laughs> it right at the face of a ward. It, it's just not happy with you. And when it has its turn, it might do things because it's not happy with you. Mm-hmm. Of with a 17, next up is Lothar. And you hear from the bookcase. I will defend my people. And surrounding you come three specters. He's so cool. 
and the specters are all going to make attack rolls at the three goblins. He also summons a dog to protect us. It's the warg. They're barking like little puppies. The warg sound like puppies. Aww. Two of the three specters manage to land their attacks, and what you just see are these three, two spirits just grab the bodies of the goblins and slowly just lower them into the ground. Oh, whoa. Satisfied, seeming, Lothor's voice emanates from the room again, going, I've done what I can for now. Okay, uh, Leona, you're up. She's going to run right for the hobgoblin and take two swipes at it. Okay, make two attack rolls. One is a mod 20 and one is a 12. One of those hits. So roll damage for the one. So here's what I imagine is the first one just parries against his armor and he just has this sort of smug grin. But then kind of knowing where to hit him now, you just go like right for the face. (laughs) Five damage. She's like, ah, I missed you once. Got you the second time. Uh, There's a bit of blood coming from him. He looks pretty bad. Okay. Um, The goblins are dead. Lothor. It is the Hobgoblin's turn. It is going to make a longsword strike at Leona. Does a 12 hit? Nope. He misses. It just tries to make a swing and you just dodge out the way. Okay. Uh, Rowan, you rolled a 3. The second one is... So the next thing up is one of the wargs. Um, it's going to make a bite at Sari. Oh, goody. That's a, that's a... That's another 12. Nope. It makes a bite, but you are able to just nimbly evade it once again. All right, now we're at a three. Uh, Rowan, that's you. Okay, um, Rowan is just like, oh, I... Why is it that every time I go out, we have to kill something? I really don't want to kill anything. Um, and the last time, I remember we managed to get out of there when I used Charm Person. So I'm going to try to do that again. I'm going to try to use Charm Person on the uh, big Hobgoblin guy. All righty. Hold on. Whose turn was it? It was, it was Rowan's, and she casted Charm Person. Okay, so that's a wisdom saving throw from the part of the Hobgoblin, right? Yep. Okay, do you know your spell save DC? Uh, I have my sheet in front of me right now. Um, oh, shoot. Oh, my sheet, my sheet. Never, sh- never mind. <laughs> okay. uh, I not 20. Oh, okay. So he's not charmed at all. Cool. No. cool. You just probably try to talk to him, and he just goes, I have orders. Rowan's just like, all right, that didn't work. Cool. Okay, it is the third goblin's turn, the one who just narrowly avoided becoming Spectre Chow. He rolled a 12. Rowan, does a 12 hit you? Um, 
these boys really like the number oh, twelve. Max, my, they do Max, indeed. HP is eleven. No, no, no. Um, I mean your armor class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't think it does. Okay. Uh, yeah, he misses, which kind of tracks because he's terrified. And the other warg is going to make a bite on Leona. Never mind, roll the seven. <laughs> um, so, top of the order. Uh, back to Sari. Um, gonna say Sari has recovered from the embarrassment of that and is gonna try and maybe... She's gonna try and unarmed strike, just slap a goblin in the face as hard as she can. The one, uh, <laughs> one of the riders or the one that almost, there's like two wards with goblin riders and one goblin on his own that was nearly turned into specter food. Which one you punching? Uh, I'm going to punch one of them that's on the warg so that maybe I can steal the dog from him. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. 17. Oh, hell yes. Yes! You punch that warg, you punch that gabo on the warg real good. Nice. That's the best damage I could do. Uh, seven damage. On nice. the goblin himself? Mm-hmm. The goblin, actually, let me take a look, because that might be the magic number. It is indeed. The goblin falls over, completely catatonic. Oh my god, your slap killed him! Sorry, just like stares at her hands and is like, "Yes, <laughs> I'm Sorry. so powerful." I have, I have a, I have a, I have a thing for you. Uh, would you like to try and use a, a couple rolls to ride the warg? I, can I? What would that be? Would that be animal handling? It would first be dexterity to see if you can get on him, then animal handling to see if you can make him calm down. Okay, um, I, I can I, I can, can I help you that? out. Can I? Am I capable of that? Just roll a athletics or acrobatics, whichever you prefer. Acrobatics. She's pretty dexterous, flippy girl. Oh, yes, twenty-five, nat twenty. Hell yeah! You just jump on this thing so good, and because it's a nat twenty, I will be a generous dictator and let you have advantage on your <laughs> handling. Nice. Eight. Okay, uh, let me make a, like, whatever ward wisdom is. Just not probably good either. Yeah, no, he rolled a five. You're good. <laughs> you you are able to, it tries to jostle you off at first, but just with a firm kick, the ward slowly grows to accept you as its new, uh, its new mount. So nice. I will send Livy the stats for a ward. <laughs> cool. Uh, Wait, and are they in the monster manual? No, they are in Volo's Guide to Monsters. Okay, or maybe they I are in the monster manual. I, I, I don't I just I took a lot of pictures before we started, basically. Ah, cool. So it should be in the chat if you would like uh and on your turn instead of instead of attacking with something you have, you can choose to have the warg fight. It's up to you. Uh I'm just gonna on, on a turn by turn basis. Yeah. Okay. So that I'd say that's your turn. Uh, Leona, you're up next. Leona turns and sees this and just like bursts out laughing and looks at the hobgoblin. It's just and just shakes her head. You should have uh, picked better friends. 
And then she takes two more swipes at it's it. It's not like I had a choice. And one of them's a nat right. 20. Roll two hits and tell me how it goes. Nice. <laughs> the other's a 12, but we don't need to worry about that. We're rolling so good today. We are. <laughs> okay, so with that nat 20, tell me how much damage you're doing. I keep rolling ones for damage and I'm so sad. Oh. She is excited though. She's like, my friends are better than yours. <laughs> but sadly, it's only six damage. Funny enough, considering your last sword swing, that is enough to take him down. Nice. That'll do. So you just get him right in the plate mail that stopped you before, and he just looks at you. Well, this is awkward. It's that was the one just falls over dead. I didn't hear that. Did anybody else hear that? He was stabbed. He looked at Leona and says, this never happens, and then falls over dead. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> it is Lothor's turn, and he turns, well, he actually says, they are leaderless now. This will be a much easier fight. And <clears throat> two more specters appear, and this time Lothor's wraith form appears in the center of these goblins as well. And it just looks down at all of them and says, flee with your lives. And instantly, I would advise that. the goblin on the ward just picks up the other goblin and they just bolt. <laughs> yeah, run away. Yeah, he, go on, get. Lothor looks back to Rowan and just is like, yes, because clearly you are the most intimidating presence on this battlefield. Hey, I'm trying, okay? You're wearing a party hat. I somehow <laughs> still managed to make them run. Fair. He just goes, Now, if we had kept the goblin alive, we could have gotten information. However, the ones who my specters have stolen will give me what I require. <clears throat> oh, I thought they were dead, okay. The two specters return with blue balls of energy in their hands. And the wraith turns to them and turns to you and goes, They are. Uh, uh, and oh. In grabbing the two balls of energy, it absorbs them into itself. Oh. Oh, oh dear. It seems to shudder for a few moments, but then go, Well, I know what you have to do. What would that be? You must find. A coven. Of, of, like, of what? Well, not many other groups use the term coven, Rowan. Leona just pats Rowan on the back. Like, you're trying your best, we can tell. I'm, I'm really stupid. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. They have made camp here. You must find where they were hiding. Okay. They will be defenseless but they may have something that they were hoping to bring to my place. Okay. That's not ominous. Well, that's not my fault. <laughs> do you, do you have any idea what this thing was that they were trying to... Are you asking like, like, for that? Yeah, like, are you, like... Is, is he, are you just being cryptic, or, like, do you know what the thing they were trying to bring is? 
Well, they're goblins. They're not very intelligent. Yes. Don't you? Don't you? I'm working with what I've been given, okay? (laughs) She nudges the dead one with her foot, like, there's also this one. That may be useful. And again, it just grabs into the body. Oh, dear. Spooky. I don't like watching that happen. The three clawed fingers of Wilthor just pick up another blue energy sphere, examines it, and goes, This is much better than the other two specimens. This will serve nicely. And again, he sort of jams it into its core. This time, however, it says, I now know much more about what you are facing, and I will warn you what you are about to undertake will be very grave. Oh, fantastic. Death joke. I like it. Lothar looks over to Leona and just goes, I like that one. She winks. Sorry, <laughs> just you stares and goes, have I, seen, have I seen you here before? Maybe. I believe you are with the one who performs for my people. Oh, yeah. That's right. I didn't see you, did I? Oh, as you can tell, I can be many places on. You save a lot in ticket sales. Well, (laughs) well, I do appreciate bringing some life back to this place. Oh, that's nice. If you do see your friend again, please let her know that the third one of her last set was my favorite. (laughs) Oh, Lothar's a shira. I'll get you a backstage pass. Lothar's a Shira fan, that's cute. Now, on to business. I can tell you all you need without the reality. I've grown rather fond of you three. Aw, thank you. Thanks, bud. Now, here comes the part I think you'll like less. (sighs) In this place, my people the goblins and that hobgoblin captain what what captain they are under hobgoblin that was the dead one they were under the orders of what was known as the coven of the frost and i am rather concerned that this group is what may be bringing about your ailment Now, I have not much to back this up. Trying to piece together the threads of what was told by two goblins and what was told to a captain, while also trying to sort through the lies and jargon is difficult. I will need some time. However, if you return to me when you found their campsite and whatever they were guarding, I may be able to give you enough information. Now, I wish I could tell you more but I can begin to guide you. And you see a will-o'-wisp just appear in front of you. Follow the light. And the will-o'-wisp takes off into the ruins. I am using it. Knowing what I know now, I can guide you to their campsite. Follow the wisp, for it is I. And he vanishes again. He is so cool. I'm going to follow it. So the three of you follow the wisp, and it probably takes a 
bit of time, but sure enough, you make it to this very haphazard campsite. There's not much here. You could tell that there were barracks, makeshift barracks, and that there once was a much more powerful force, but something, emphasis on you could probably guess what it was, took care of most of the goblin horde. Now, what you don't like, however, is to the left, you hear some howling and the rattling of cages. Rowan, make me a nature check. Oh, no. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> That's a three, but I'm really good at nature. That's like Rowan's thing. So hold on, wait. I'm gonna I think I can, ex- I can explain this. Rowan, you look at what you're seeing, but you kind of wish well, you were. It's a plus two, so that's a five, but it's still bad. Yeah, well, I could tell you this. You don't like what you're seeing, and you kind of wish you hadn't seen it. For in the cage are three winter wolves. Rowan is very scared. At first, they seem like, not hostile, but alerted to your presence. But then, almost after realizing you're not goblins, they almost look beady-eyed up at you. Sad. Oh, they're kind of cute. I'm, I'm not going to feel bad for these wolves. The one who seems to be either in charge or the mother or some sort of authority figure uh, pushes its way to the middle and after sensing your discomfort, looks over to Sar. Me? And again, just something in the eyes. You can just kind of get the sense that it's trying to like, it's moving its head up, almost trying to call you over. Uh, I guess I'd go over to it. I'm, I'm really sorry. Um, people are here to pick me up and I have to leave. Oh, that's okay. We can finish off the adventure. Okay. So if this could be like to be continued. Well, I mm-hmm. mean, we can finish off what we have here and I can just fill you in on what was missed. There's, that was the combat. There's just some story stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Right. Sorry, looks at the wolves and just turns around and runs away. Yeah. No, uh, Leona, <laughs> let's just say it was looking over at you and Sari is just sort of cooped behind Rowan right now. Yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll fix that in post. She was going to stick her, like, finger in the cage. You know how you do it? There's, like, a bird. Just where yeah. you're kind of like, hey. It lowers its head to you. almost asking you to, like, rub its head. <gasps> I'm gonna tell you now, if this is a trap, you're gonna regret it. And then she tries to pat it. He, it lets you for a little bit, but then not like backing up menacingly, but just in like a slow, like, okay, this was enough. It motions its head over to the lock. Leona looks at um, Rowan and it's just like, it's, it's pretty smart. Before, yeah. before you can continue, however, the two other wolves seem to look off to the north and huddle the third one taking up the same spot, and you hear three voices laughing. And one of them them says, Do you think they've dealt with them yet? The forces of the foolish ghost have nothing against us. Now, watch your words. We don't know what Lothar is planning yet. Three horrifying figures seem to be making a slow walk, almost hand-in-hand, if you would imagine, but 
with a little bit of space between them. They are walking towards the camp. One of them is green-faced with long white hair with a crooked nose, warts coming from any feasible direction, and almost zero teeth in her grin. The second doesn't even look human. It is giant. It has pale gray skin, blobs of skin and pus everywhere. You see skulls. You see skulls in its back. Ew. Tree-like appendages. You get the sense that its arms could possibly be used as battering rams. And the third, the one in the center, is covered in a pale blue hood matching the color of her skin. White hair, a grinning smile, and a silver staff in her hand. Her hand, however, the skin of her fingers is much longer than normal and lead to long protruding nails that almost look like knives. Oh, these guys are cool. The three of them march onto the camp and one and the giant hulking one says, Well, it seems Lothor has been ready for us. Not to be unexpected, says the one in the center. Have we looked at our meal yet, says the rightmost one with the green face. Not yet. Be patient. The wolves can wait. What do you do? She is smashing that lock. Is she going to eat the wolves? They are? She's going to eat the smash it. Yeah, it's like butt of the knife because she doesn't have anything better. No! With that, uh, I won't even make you roll for it. You bust that cage because it is old and rusted. And the three wolves are able to climb out and just run to the north. They don't, they, the one who took a leadership stance stands back for a minute, looks at you, gives a slight nod, but then runs with the other two. Oh, I, I feel good about that. And you roll, hear the centermost, oh, you hear the centermost one turn to the other and say, did you hear that? I oh, we need to run, we need to run, we, we need to run. have guests. Leona, we need to run right now. Okay. <laughs> She's just like following Rowan. Rowan is, Rowan is running as fast as her little hobbit legs can carry her. Can we see what, we're, what their garden? Like, can we see anything from where we were? Like anything obvious? Um, you two can roll perception. Uh, you should. I. I'll say that you were able to. Re- we'll canonize that you were able to see it before the three showed up. So, but okay. I, that was just that was just me messing up because Livy left and I. Okay, because I was gonna say that Rowan's just like she doesn't even give a shit. She's just run- nat twenty. Oh nice. hell yeah! You know exactly what's going on, Leona. There is an egg. What is it close to us? It is in the center of camp, surrounded, well, at first it seems surrounded by what was probably uh, the goblin barracks. But this egg is a little different from a natural one. Uh, Rowan, what did you roll on perception? Uh, Oh, also 20. Awesome, you saw the same thing. But with your 20 perception, 
I will get, I will say that you know that that is not the egg of a creature, and you also know wolves don't lay eggs. But <laughs> judging by the glowing light from it, and judging by the fact it is in what can be best described as a cauldron, you have a rough idea of what this might be. It is probably not a natural egg. It is probably created by some sort of spell or ritual. If you'd like to roll me an arcana check, I can tell you more. Okay. We did see that egg real good, though. Oh, yeah. You know where it is. You know exactly how to grab it. And I'd say that because you know exactly where it is, you could probably work out a way to, to grab it without being noticed. You'd have to probably roll some stealth, but I might give you a little extra bonus on that. Um, okay. I'm I down. got an 18 on the arcana check. Then you have an idea. <clears throat> the ritual to create a guard drake was originally devised by the cult of Tiamat, but has spread to other groups that are skilled in arcana and associated with draconic heritage. The cooperation right, of, of some draconic force is necessary for this ritual to succeed. It takes several days, requires 10 pounds of scales donated by a dragon, a large amount of fresh meat, and an iron cauldron. When the process is complete, a halfling-sized egg emerges from the cauldron and is ready to hatch within a few hours. <laughs> this is the egg of a guard trap okay. created, perhaps, by the users of the cauldron. And what magical force uses cauldrons? These three hags have been making a guard drake. Oh. Would oh, Rowan oh. know if it's evil? Oh, yeah. Actually, I can tell you this. Uh, guard drake is imprinted upon the first creature that feeds it. The wolves were mm. not meant for the hags. Oh, they were, we're going to kill the wolves to the... Okay. We're stealing it. If you are somehow able to get the guard drake egg, which will hatch in a few hours upon creation, and you have no idea when that was, um, if you're able to feed it first, it's yours. Oh my god. Okay. Can um, we steal it? Let's go. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel like you're not going to listen to me even if I say no. Um, okay, I really don't want those hags to see us. They are terrifying. But this is going to hatch in a couple of hours, and be very bad for everybody. So yeah, I suggest we try and get it. The Willow Wisp uh, that has been that had that spark had unlit when you arrived seems to relight itself in your presence, and you hear a familiar voice. If that Drake is allowed to be let loose in our, in the old town ruins, the defect the effects may be catastrophic. If the Hags were somehow able to get the proper requirements for this ritual. They could create more. It would be best to take the first away. Yeah, okay, let's get this yeah, egg. Steal it. Let's go. Do you want to make a distraction? That can be arranged. Perfect. Okay, cool. He'll, he'll, he'll handle that. And instantly, the will-o'-wisp fades away, and where, if you were to say the camera pans a bit to where the hags are, and Lothor's entire form appears, cloaking them in the shadow. Oh. You hear the three cool. of them scream and then say, this is our chance, sisters. Fight! And magic just starts spraying into the form of this wraith. Okay, go, 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 We're go, going. go. Go, get, gone. The get, the get the egg, get the egg, get the egg. The two of you 
the two of you just run full speed and are able to scoop up this egg instantly. Okay, do we have anything to like put it in, like a like a ba- like a bag? It's an egg. If, we d- well, no, if you drop it, it's gonna die. I have a backpack. Okay, yeah, put it in the backpack. You put the card right. drink egg, the halfling sized egg, in your backpack. It's probably <laughs> peeking well, the out. Halfling. The exact size of me. Yeah, you're not carrying it. <laughs> yeah. So Leona just rushes off with this egg, Rowan following in pursuit, and upon noticing you're fleeing, Lothor fades. And the hags are left to an empty campsite. <laughs> one of them, however, turns back. The one in the center looks at you and says, This isn't over. You know it's not. And slams her staff on the floor, the entire campsite being covered in ice and snow, as if a sudden gust of it just appeared, and the three vanished. Okay. Yeah, well, we got their egg. <laughs> well, the will-o'-wisp appears, but severely dim. Oh. I can lead you back. It is all right. I managed to escape before they did their worst. Can I-, I have recovered from worse. I will just need time. Uh, well, I can... I mean, I can cast Cure Wounds. No, no. I do not have wounds to cure, child. I am but a soul. Ah, uh, that sucks then. Okay. But I appreciate your effort. Yeah, and no I problem. will reward you in time. Okay. And the Will-O-Wisp guides you back to the meeting place, where you are able to lay down the guard drag egg, and Lothor's, albeit way more contorted uh, wraith form now. Once it was grand and almost leader-like, with almost an, it looked like a war hero. Now it seems to resemble more of an old man. Mm. But it is still the eye. It still has the yellow eyes, and you can tell that it's slowly contor- regaining some of its strength. Mm. Now, you have a choice. You can bring this guard drake back to town. Perhaps one of you would like it as an ally. Perhaps Prince Caelum would like it. Though, judging by his track record, things of draconic nature may not be his best interest. He does have a little pet dragon, though. Well, that may not... That may not speak to all drakes. Look, you may also choose to leave it with me. I will have no hard feelings if you choose to take it. It is yours, and you've earned it. If you leave it here, it can remain a guard of the Lantamoons, but I cannot promise it much happiness. Perhaps this is the start of something better for this for this new life. Mm. Oh, now, I don't want to keep it. <laughs> Yeah, if that's that a hard your, that's a that hard choice. choice. Will you take good care of it? Well, I would not be able to do much with it. I would it would protect this place. And it would be fed, however, with whatever food it can find here, but it would not have much sense of companionship. I was mm. a bit of an animal lover myself in my heyday, so I would feel rather wrong keeping it with me oh okay in that case i feel like we should take it back to town if it bonds to one of us 
and then and then we stay here would it be happy and guard place if you chose to stay here but i could not provide much in the way of lodging or safety typically those who live among my among my tenure are not requiring the things mortals need yeah i don't think it's smart to stay here does it bond to a person or a place it would be person the person who feeds it first i want to keep it so bad <laughs> i mean it that... sounds like it sounds like he wants you to keep it too i i mean i trust him i but, think it would be know. in the best interest for it to grow somewhere where it can become domesticated yeah, how, okay. about, how about a deal if if we keep it and you ever need its help we can come back with it yeah that sounds more than generous i like you i like your hat is it a deal <laughs> i will see to it that that is added to the accords no need to he tries to shake his hand you just feel a cold draft touch the palm of your hand as its black figure tries to reach for it. Close enough. It was what I could do. Now, you do not have much time. Return to town with the egg. Inform Prince Calum of what you've seen. And prepare for what comes next. And Lothor is gone. Okay, let's Bye. get this egg back to town. Leona takes the rations like she has a bunch of rations in her bag and is just waiting, staring at this egg, <laughs> like carrying it with rations in one hand, holding it in the other. <laughs> this really drink excited. will be mine. When you make it to a certain point in the ruins, back where the old cart was, out of Gaston's <laughs> appears your aetheral friend, Peter, who looks at the three hey, of Peter. you and says, I take it things went well. Uh I mean, fought some goblins, saw some hags, got this cool egg. Um, and okay. You lived, right? Yeah. And Lothor is pleased? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you got a cool egg? Yes, we have a cool I, egg. I would say all in all, today was a net positive. Would you, would you want to come with us and see it hatch? I have business to tend to, though I do appreciate your kindness. After all, it is rather big night for us tonight. What are you doing tonight? Well, it isn't often we get music around here. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, shoot. We have a gig. No worries. <laughs> if, now that you have Lothor's good side, I doubt the amount of paranormal activity will be happening in the violent sense. Perhaps you can work out some future arrangements now that you have his good graces. He's getting backstage passes to whatever show he wants. <laughs> well, I'm sure he finds that delightful. He's a bit of a fan. <laughs> I love that he's a fan. Aren't we all? <laughs> I know you're hired to say that, but I also have no qualm with you saying it. All right, now, into the cart <laughs> Very carefully going in that cart. Yeah, Rowan's also kind of, like, very protective of this egg. Don't worry. I feel like Leona's holding it, but Rowan's, like, right near it with her hands out, just in case. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> making I, sure it doesn't, like... I to believe that Sariana's just, like, gripping the top of it, too. Like, there's just three sets of hands on this egg. If yeah. it jostled a little bit, nothing, like, you would 
just all three of you just work to put it back in its spot. Yeah. Maybe a bit of overcorrection, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so you guys make it back to town because actually Pete says, don't worry, I will ensure the absolute safety of this new life. And then fucking floors it. <laughs> you like it it is a lightning fast ride back to town but you also realize it is not as jostly as you thought a lot of it was a much more rugged path on the way here and now it seems much more smooth and peter just so goes, instead of the like um like bumpy roller coasters at uh like seven flags, it's like Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it is a streamlined <laughs> experience. Just nice and smooth, but real fast. Yep, and you just hear Peter just kind of mention to you, the reason it's bumpy is usually because you're uh, <clears throat> riding on some homes, if you get my drift. I thought you were going to say it's because you don't like us. <laughs> no, you'd be riding on skeleton heads is what I was getting at. Oh, that's fun. Well, I mean, this is just a mass grave when you think about it. A place for dead things to remain dead, but remain dead together. That's nice. Well, when your options are as limited as ours is, Lothor is a good leader. He does his best. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Um, how much longer till we get back? I'm, I don't want this egg to hatch in your, in your wagon. No, neither do I. Um, <clears throat> okay, we should be at the gates. And with that, he just stops, and whatever steed has been carrying you this whole time just holds in place, and you are at the castle gates. Yo, Caleb, we got a thing! You just hear, a thing? <laughs> and he just runs out. This time, however, instead of Rose, he's accompanied by an older Aladra. The two of them step out, and the older man just turns to him and says, your Highness, you do know what that is, right? Calum just kind of stares at it for a moment, blinks twice, and says, Where did you find this? And how did you find this? You want to explain, Leona? Uh, Lotor pointed us to some hags, and uh, they had a coven, and in the coven camp was a cauldron, and we stole this. It's ours now. Finders keepers. I'm going to name have, it Coco. You're going to name it what? Coco. The sheer amount of questions I have is probably enough to, to freeze most people. And the Eladrin man just goes, did you just say coven of hags? And Caleb just, an alien, please. We, we have an immediate concern. You're right. And the two of them open the doors for you and say, bring him into the main hall. We'll let it hatch in the water. Aw, Caleb's being very nice to this Drake, considering some things. It's just a baby. She's, uh, Leona carries it in, so she's not letting go. So wait, question. Would, like, you can, you can cut all this out if it is spoilers, but w like, would it be common knowledge to Rowan, like, the stuff that happened with the dragons? I would say yes, um, both because she's lived in Timshaw long enough where stories of it have spread, and also that 
the events of the Shadow War were Faerun highlights. Like that was a big deal. Okay. Okay. So so, so, so yeah. it's safe to so assume I think she, that. I, so know. I think she does make that comment about like oh like considering his history with dragons is being very nice. Um, Leona, as it's been glowing this whole time. Uh, the 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 egg itself has just been illuminated with the light coming from the magic growing in it uh, as a new force is being entered into the weave of magic. But you only now are starting to get a good glimpse of its color. Leona, I would like you to roll a d6. I've only been rolling, been rolling only one, so let's find out. Now it's a six. Great. You see... At first, you imagine a black, you see the color of it black. And you imagine for a moment that it is probably a black dragon egg. But then the black seems to fade into a glowing, iridescent purple. Hmm. Unlike the colors of the normal chromatic dragon. It is a mix of black and this purple luminescence. And as you are able to bring it into the room... Uh, Calum seems to turn to Anelian and go, Anelian, you remember the ritual? Bring some meat. And it, he nods, closes the door behind him, and returns with a cut-up bits of raw steak. Calum mm. just turns and says, put it on the fire, we don't have much time. And the egg is placed in the center of the room. There's a nice warm fire, Calum turns to Leona and says, I take it, you'd like to do the honors? Oh, yeah. He nods. And Elliot, when the food is ready, hand it to Leona. And Elliot nods, and in a moment, it's warm enough and handed to you. It's a bit hot to the touch, but I'm almost certain that you're, you know, you're, you're probably okay. She's so excited, she doesn't care. Like, it could be burning her hands, and she's still just holding it. And sure enough, the color of this egg glows again. Now, before, the light was just pure white. Just glowing, you know? No Mm -hmm. real color to it, just glowing. Now, it is illuminating in that color. And as it... As the egg doesn't hatch, it seems to just recede. Just magically evaporate. Leaving... Mm -hmm you with a figure it is muscular built it is about at this point due to it being a newborn it is barely about the length it's a bit longer than an average lizard but not too long yet you get the sense though that this magical being will grow rather rapidly the immediate thing you notice however it is squat wingless and purple. It is the same black and purple glow that you saw uh, on the egg. It takes the shape of a blue guard drake, which is a bit more muscular with a protruding horn where the nose would be. However, it is glowing with this black and purple residue. It doesn't have any blue on it. It almost looks as if someone took a blue dragon egg and somehow made it this recolored it somehow. Leona, 
would you like to make a arcana check? Sure. And also, before anyone goes to feed it, I want to say or do one thing. Sure. I'm bad at arcana. That is a five. You don't need a very high roll. The, the gasps from the elf and Eladrin give away what the fear of this being is. The colors match the colors you'd find on a dragon left in the Shadowfell. You have discovered the egg of a shadow drake. Oh, no. However, there is no malice in its eyes. It is only... It's looking up, curious, wondering about this new place it finds itself. It seems to sniff about the floor. And even though Caleb and Anelian are backing away, Caleb says, it will obey. He almost, almost as if to convince itself, it'll obey the ritual. It'll obey the ritual. Leona... Do the honors and make it quick. So as she looks at it, she pauses for a second, looks down at her hands, and then turns and looks at Rowan and says, do you want to do it with me? Uh, sure. So she sort of scoots, so they're both holding like a piece of the meat together. Oh. As you feed it, instantly, it just looks to the both of you, turns its head, sits and then the sit turns into a stretch, and it lies on the floor. Submissive Aww. at your feet. It's kind of cute. Caleb breathes a heavy sigh of relief. Oh, thank goodness. Who knows what could have happened if it was left unaided for so long. Rowan, mm-hmm. Leona, and sorry, Anna. You saw a coven. Of hags, correct? A tree, to be exact. And Elliot is about to say something, and then Caleb puts his hand out like, okay, that's a lot to take in. And if they were making one of those, it's a lot. It is a lot. Okay. But for right now, if the goblin forces have been evaded, and if Lothor has brought you back to this place... It is because you've done what he needed you to do. I'll go speak to him in the morning. We'll work something out. For now, get your rest. There's, there's a lot ahead. And he leaves. Just leaving you with an alien and your new guard drink. Oh, I feel like that might be a good place to end. We're moms now. <laughs> We're dragon moms! I, I'm okay with us being where we leave off for the night. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, as everyone. As he leaves. Oh, shit. No, no, no. No, please, please, please. Yeah, what were you going to say? I was gonna say? As he leaves, we're just like, and also Lotar mentioned they're, they might be able to make another one, so we should probably go back relatively soon. Okay, bye. is <laughs> actually peeks out the door and just goes, I'll speak to him in the morning. Uh, this is a lot. But... We'll get through it. Don't worry. Uh, and Elian, take them home when they're ready. Uh, Leona, I take it you have somewhere to be tonight. Ah, uh, darn it. Yep. Don't Rowan, worry. Rowan, you uh, want the, the first night? Sure. 
Caleb smiles and says, tonight's a good night. We have a new friend. The peace with the undead has been kept. And we now know what we're up against. So let's celebrate while we can. And he closes the door. And that's where we'll end off. Oh, yay. That was good. This, right. was definitely, this definitely had, like, a different tone than the first episode did. Like, this, felt, this definitely felt more serious than the first one. The first one was a bit more funny. Yeah, well... I mean, there were definitely some funny moments. Like, there was, like, the party hat and, like... We'll cut what? this stuff out. We could have table talk in a second, but let's close it off the right way. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. All right, it was super nice to play again. Hopefully we'll get to do this more soon. Uh... Thanks, everyone, for listening. Take care of yourselves. Uh, We love you all. Uh, See you later. Bye.